Hello, hello. Folks, this is John Hudson. You know me. I'm this guy who does this podcast. Uh, and this is Techno Monkey. Techno Monkey. The place where I do a, a number of things. I kind of journal about uh, programming. Uh, I guess programming. And productivity. Mostly it's productivity recently. And. Habitica, which is the site I use. That's kind of a sum up of what I do here. But it doesn't really explain anything, does it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. How are you doing? Working on anything? Doing any projects? Making anything with your life? You don't have to be. But if you are, then cool. Good on you. <sighs> that That is sort of the point of this podcast. To kind of maybe get better at making things. Or just understand what you're good at I guess well really understand what I'm good at or how I think as a as a person or a worker and hopefully that's I don't know if that's inspiring to anyone but I hopefully it's maybe illuminating in certain points I don't know once again if you guys figure out what the heck this podcast thing is then uh, just let me know for now, it'll just be me babbling on with some light music in the background. So this is week 11, week 11 of this little experiment, and it's kind of been a, a quiet week, it seems. I just recently stepped out of the inn, so I'm using Habitica for all you folks who don't know. Habitica being a like real-life RPG that kind of gamifies your, your life. You kind of build a little world. A little, I mean, you have a little avatar that you buy armor for and things like that. And you kind of, well, I mean, you gamify your, your work is the whole point. Speaking of Habitica, just recently I um, finally grew up my first animal, my first pet.
So there are a number of ways that people can be incentivized, like external incentives um, in order to uh, want to work or try to work. And that's sort of the point of gamifying things. It's to provide external incentives for working. Um, in the end, a good worker also has <laughs> a good worker. What is this? Am I freaking some crazy communist? A good worker doesn't doesn't stop working ever. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. Good worker will do everything he can to help his country and his fellow man. No. In the end, like, internal incentives are very important, and we all have that. But some people less than others. But gamifying, gamifying the little tasks you do, um, this is a form of external incentives. And this pops up in a couple different ways. You can have, like, negative incentives, which are, like, when you miss, for instance, a, a writing session on a certain day, then you lose points or you lose your character on Habitica will lose health. And this is so in this way, you have negative incentives to kind of pressure you to work or do things that you want to do that you need to do in a day. And there are other ways that people are incentivized as well. I mean, the whole point of gamification is that games are so interesting and, and um, all-consuming when you find the right game for you. Like for me, I, I really adored Cookie Clicker. I still kind of do, but Cookie Clicker is just a kind of game that uh, has a certain system for incentivizing. It has to do with like effort and with putting in the time and figuring out how best to spend the the money that you've accrued. And so, for some reason, Cookie Clicker is my game. And so that's that really points to the kind of incentivization that works for me. For some other people, you have things like. Um, things closer to gambling, like a, a lottery kind of system, where the more that you play, the more you play a game, the more likely something will happen, Some, you'll get a reward.
This is kind of the drive behind uh, slot machines, for instance, and a lot of the little phone, like smartphone games you can find that people just get addicted to. This is... This kind of incentivization is also kind of plugged into Habitica. Habitica tries to to cover all the different levels here of um, of incentives. And so, for instance, for the, the lottery system of like just doing your daily work and kind of grinding and every once in a while getting a wonderful reward. In this case, in the case of this productivity website, you have these eggs that occasionally you'll find whenever you're doing your tasks and these eggs if you find also find a hatching potion will hatch into a little pet that you can have and there are like pigs and wolves and tigers all sorts of stuff Well, I have a whole bunch of eggs right now. But you also have like cactus pets if you want. But the first pet that I really had was this this wolf, I believe. Let's see. Well, he's no longer under pets because just recently this pet that I had hatched and that I had kept as my companion for a while and fed uh, whatever food I could find for it this pet just grew into a, a steed. It was, oh, it was actually a shade tiger. So a, a dark tiger. It, and for a while it was a cub. Like I liked, I don't know about this. This is this is interesting that like if you if you start growing pets that you want to grow them into something you want them to mature sort of a, a Pokemon kind of level where you're caring and nurturing for it until it's a mature thing. But in the case of Habitica, you have a pet that starts as a cub and slow and once you've uh, grown it enough, it turns into amount it turns into like a, a steed that you can actually ride like into battle or whatever whatever uh, narrative you want to draw there and that's cool but I just love the little adorable pets like that's kind of what I'm about and so I found that I mean as soon as I grow I grew the shade tiger into a amount I have put him back into his little stable and grabbed a new cute little animal which is which one do I have now I have a red wolf that I'm hanging out with right now in any case I'm I'm not sure if I love the whole that whole like growing system
for me, the whole pet thing, the, the best part of it is how adorable the little creatures are. And that's fine. In the end, it's still fun to kind of feed them and see them grow. In any case, that's something that I've been doing recently on Habitica. Also, I've kind of been diving into challenges, or at least looking them over. So, there are a lot of social aspects to Habitica. Like, you can you can battle monsters with your friends if you want, if your friends are also working on Habitica. And that's all cool and stuff. And also, a lot of, like, in the forums, a lot of people make these things called challenges, which are just sets of tasks that you can kind of plug onto the bottom of your your little system and they're often themed so just have they're just fun And they can be helpful too. So like then once you've made this, you can post it on the website in like the built-in forum thing. And then a lot of people can all take part in this challenge at once. And so it's kind of a, a shared experience, which is very cool. I found one called the Dorian Gray challenge, which was, I was like, whoa, that's very nice. It's a lovely little book if you don't know, but Oh no, is it gone now? It must be gone. But it was a challenge that was like uh, one of those ambiguous challenges where it's not like direct tasks like wash the dishes. And it's not like in Habitica there's a lot of there's a push to like draw a narrative, draw some sort of fantasy narrative out of your day-to-day -day tasks. So it's not like instead of washing the dishes like purge the, the dark demons from your cutlery uh, it's not that either instead this challenge was like ooh, obtain the light of the dark light of life be your fullest person today you know, it was it was kind of fun If you guys haven't looked into challenges, or if you're interested in that social level of Habitica, then you totally should check this out. I do think maybe this is a an Habitica uh, podcast. I'm not really sure. At least that's a big element of it. Hmm. You know, one day at a time, I start to kind of figure out what the heck I'm doing here. So what's next? 
on my list of things to talk about. So I do a couple other, well, I do one other podcast with my friend and roommate, Joel Griswell. He, and that's, that podcast is called Late Night Double Feature Picture Show, which is a mouthful, but it's, it's a blast. We have a lot of fun. And so just recently, I, I'm kind of test driving this uh, productivity or like team work, team productivity app called Slack, a very, very popular app. If you are up on smartphone apps, you will recognize the name. But I've been, (laughs) a lot of the podcasts I listen to have people who use this app a lot. And so I thought I'd give it a try, just for like, again, sort of a team kind of productivity element. Just, I mean, might as well try something new, right? And I think that's maybe what I'm about. Actually, this kind of bleeds into a whole different topic, which is uh, I am thinking about changing everything. Okay, so I, I think I've talked about this in the past, but my setup on Habitica right now is I have, I mean, there are three columns in Habitica, if you are unfamiliar. The first column is called Habits which is maybe a little misleading. Mostly it's just these little bitty things that you can, you can do whenever you want that have no, no, uh, negative prob like no negative, like punishment kind of things when you miss them in your day. But if you do them, then you get a little bit of, in this case, experience or a little money to go towards buying different equipment you have. Which, as far as equipment goes, all I have right now is the first uh, mage hat that you can buy. Which I'm not sure what it's called. Slowly. Slowly but surely, guys. Um, The second column is called dailies, which is really where the meat of Habitica is for me. Um, Which is, I mean, maybe that's not how it works for you. Maybe you are more interested in, in the other elements. But for me, this dailies system is where it's all at. And dailies are things, um, structured things that you plan on doing on certain days of the week or every day.
And they're things that if you don't do them, you actually are punished. Like you, your little avatar character guy loses a little bit of health. And so that's, that's where I live. The, and the third column, I mean, there's a fourth column where you just have all the things you can purchase. It's ba basically a store. But the third column is a list of to-dos, which are more like projects that have a deadline. And then, and so you don't have to do them every day, but instead you have, you have them sitting there so you can see them as the deadline approaches. And the way that I use this setup is basically in the dailies section, where I have all my things that I want to do every day. I have a list of items, a list of really verbs, of actions that I want to do. And then in the tasks, in the, I'm sorry, in the to-dos column, you, I have all of the projects. And so I'm basically plugging, and those projects are like nouns or predicates. And so I have an action and a thing that I'm acting on. And so it kind of makes a little sentence there. So I can say like, um, work on or like uh, program this project that I have listed. Or like write or outline a script idea that I want to work on. So this is, this is kind of how I've used this uh, website for a, quite a while and I'm thinking maybe it's time to change it up and there's a reason for this in the end when I first started getting into productivity stuff I, t I tended to think or I I tended to have ideals about what I should be doing what I could be doing I had all these wonderful ideas and they're still kind of nascently in in me the whole idea of being an ascetic, of being a techno monk, is getting rid of all the all the things that are good for you, or maybe nice, but not like the best for you. And when again, when I was a little bit younger, I one of the ideals I had was, you know what? What if I just never ever did anything but writing? What if I only wrote? Back when I was in film school, I was I spent a lot of my day thinking, you know what, what if I just wrote scripts all the time? Then I could get so many scripts done. And I saw so many people that I, I thought were, um, I mean, who were kind of gods at that, who would just spend their whole life doing that sort of thing. And I envied them and I wanted to be like them. I mean, I did write a lot, and I still do write a lot, but that ideal just isn't realistic. In the end, it, you need to have a balance in your life. You need to be able to say, okay, I am, right now I need to relax, or right now, why don't I watch some, like, well, if, if you're into film, why don't you watch a film, watch a really great film, and get a sensor for, like, what makes a great film. Like, you can't sit in a vacuum 
and think, this, this is the medium I'm working in, so if I just keep working at it, eventually I maybe will make the best kind of thing. I'll make the best kind of movie or the best kind of book or write the best article or uh, write the best program, make the best smartphone app. You can't simply do that. Instead, you also need to be soaking in that culture and like soak up, I mean, some of the best content, some of the, the best books and the best movies. And you have to look at like programs that expert, like people who have been writing code for years have written and kind of get a sense for what the best practices are. That's very important. So, again, the way that I've set up Habitica right now is basically a structured activity kind of thing. Like I have, in my dailies, I have maybe one and a half or two hours of writing activity that I have planned. And then I have like an hour or so of what I call research, which is basically, I mean, researching for some of the podcasts I do or... Um, just filling in in time research is something that I actually love doing and so I think even if it doesn't aid a certain a given project it is very important to me being satisfied and I have a couple others of those too like every day I want to program for about an hour but I've found that oftentimes I kind of slip on that and oftentimes I find myself thinking instead of for instance what should I program right now? I instead think like I the projects that I actually have set up, for instance, the podcasts I'm doing or like an article I may be working on. Like these projects are the ones that keep popping into my head in my free time. And I think, huh, well, what if I did this with that? Or how about, oh, why don't I work a little bit on this? This seems interesting. And in the end, I don't. I'm sitting here trying to program, for instance, and I can't stop thinking about a script idea. And that's not useful. And so, this is, this is what I'm getting at. Like, as a productivity novice, I used to think, I used to draw up grand ideals of how people work, of how I should work, how I could be the best um, kind of maker. How I could make the most things and eventually maybe make great things. And ideals are great, but in the end, for me, you, you need to approach. You need to look at your life and gauge how you live as well as that ideal. I mean, I think it's important to have an ideal or rather to have like a direction in your life to say you know what maybe in by the end of the year I'll have this sort of thing done or I'll I will I'll have written a lot something kind of kind of vague but like a good direction or like in 10 years I want to be doing this sort of thing or I want to have these sorts of things um, and then, like, it is also good to have, I mean, that's, that's very vague, and that's a wonderful thing, and it's, it's very addictive to sit somewhere, just lay in your hammock and say, oh man, the, I just can't wait for the days when I, I've written 20 articles and two novels, and 
created and published five iPhone apps and all this stuff. Like, that's, that's a wonderful place to sit, but it doesn't get you anywhere closer. I mean, you have to do the work, and this is where it comes in. Like, for me, the most interesting or the, the most telling part of your life, the thing that most should guide how you work, is what satisfies you in a day. Like, what, what you find yourself doing. I mean, if you find yourself watching film, and you think of yourself as a film director, for instance, um, but you don't find yourself really directing films, you just find yourself watching so much film and seeing the great, great film out there, then it's possible that maybe you're not a director. Possible, you know? It's possible. Maybe you just love film. Maybe you're more of a film critic. Um, my roommate was talking about an article he read by Pete Scaretta, uh, the guy who, I'm not sure if he created a Slash Film, but he's like the face of Slash Film, this film blog. And he was talking about how he wanted to direct films. That was his, his ideal. And it, as it came to pass, I mean, he started actually doing that work and directing, and he found that he didn't like it. He Instead, he just really, really loved film. And so eventually he became just one of the faces of the leading film blog right now. Like the biggest film blog in that you can think of. That I can think of, rather. So I think it's important to base... I mean, ideals are always wonderful and... It's good to kind of have a goal or a direction in your life, but it's also very important to base your work or the, to base your your projects to ground them in what satis what like you tend to do every day and what satisfies you. What is the happiest? What like yeah, what makes you the happiest? And for me, I'm finding that instead of this uh, structured kind of activity setup, which uh, another word for this is a pomodoro. I think that's how you say that. Um, I think in the 80s, maybe, there was a guy who came up just with a simple idea of if I set like a, one of those silly tomato timers for like 45 minutes or 30 minutes and do a task for the next 30 minutes. And then after that, like take a maybe a five minute break. And then do, sit it, sit down and set the timer again and do another little task. This idea of breaking up tasks into little pieces is very um, is very good. It kind of revives you. And so instead of just sitting somewhere for four hours, just grunt working, just pushing through, brute forcing a uh, a problem. Instead of that, you have. You have just little, you can break it into little tasks and feel like you're doing something every half hour. 
And in the end, it feels, I mean, in a six-hour day, it feels like you've done maybe 11 or 12 little tasks. And it's, it's a good feeling. And so that's, that's sort of the structure I've been aiming at, just these little half-hour verbs that have to do with the projects I'm holding in my to-do column. But I'm finding more and more maybe... Maybe that is too specific. Like, I don't... I'm not sure that I think that way. The whole reason to do something like this, to have structured activities, like to say, I want to program an hour today, and I want to write an hour today, and I want to read an hour today, that's that's really good because it gives you a balance. Like, ideally, it makes a lot of sense in my head. But I find that maybe I think more in projects instead of activities. And so when I have an, a great little um, website idea in my head, I should just like focus on that and work it out. And maybe still work in these Pomodoro ideas where I just work on a thing, on a given thing for half an hour, and then stop and take a break and kind of assess my situation and then do it again. Just keep, keep jumping in and out and in and out. Like that's, that's maybe a great idea and it's an idea I love and that seems to work for me. But maybe I don't need to say, okay, two hours of writing today, one hour of this, three hours of this. Like that is very structured and wonderful, but I don't think that's how I think. There's a part of me that says, come on, John, you are just a, you're, look at your past. You've, you go through productivity systems like butter, like knife, a butter knife through butter. No, maybe a steak knife through butter, even worse. What about a warm steak knife through warm butter? I, I don't know. Some, consider some metaphor for I go through these systems very quickly. I mean, I've done like note card systems, I've plastered things onto walls and like kind of drawn the lines between things. Um, I've used like, remember the milk was my, was my thing, my go-to program for a while. I've used on the Mac, there's a wonderful little text editor called NVAlt that is basically, I mean, a plain text kind of thing that has markdown built into it so it looks very pretty, but it's also like searchable instantly it's like search is built into the the uh the program and so it's just very very cool in fact that's how i used to script supervise like i would i would use that setup it's just very very efficient and cool and i use that for a while and i, I just kind of circle through these these tools I don't know if that means I'm, I get bored easily. If so, then that, that kind of sucks. That just means I'm going to spend the rest of my life circling through these little apps and learning about each one and maybe being able to share that knowledge with people. But I think it's not just boredom. I think in the end what I'm trying to do is, is hone my idea or like what satisfies me about work. Like maybe... 
what I'm doing here with Habitica, this gamifying of really my free time whenever I'm not at my full-time job, like this is, this is actually very helpful. And, and I just have one little nagging little thing, which is this, the structured activities thing. And so maybe I'll, I'll switch it up. Maybe instead of trying to be specific and trying to like shape my life around doing chunks of activities, um, of different activities and very specified um, activities. Instead, maybe I'll just have a list of like, you know what, try to spend like three hours working on a project. Like maybe I'll generalize it. For me right now, that seems like it's closer to what I want. I mean, it requires a little bit of a different setup. <laughs> oh man, I'm kind of talking in my head. I hope some of this is clear to you guys. In the end, even if you are doing something like a structured structured activities kind of setup where you say, I want to do this for an hour a day, and I want to do this for an hour a day, and I want to do this for an hour a day. Like, even if you choose to do that, Nonetheless, you need you do need to do the Sunday review. You need to sit down and say, what, where are my projects? And what am I doing with these projects? That's, that's sort of the point, I think. And I think, well, for me, I'm, I think that if you find regular time, like if you maybe spend, if you wake up in the morning and say, okay, I have these projects going on, what do I want to do with them? And every week you say, these are all my projects laid out on the table. Um, what is, what are my next steps on each of them? Like, this is important. But I think... I think that I'm more incentivized to work on a project just by that planning. I mean, by getting an idea into my head, I start to... I start to work on it. And it... It's... Maybe I don't need a structured activities kind of setup. I don't need to say two hours of programming today. Instead, maybe it's better to set up a, a project and then look at my projects and say this is what I want to do this is what I need to do today again it's not about want it's about finding the next steps I don't know in the end this is just a, a bit of trial and error with John one day at a time I think we'll all figure out where where we best work or how how we can best get things done. But in the meantime, we just have to keep trying. I mean, it's it's not all in our heads. We just have to keep keep on trying.
So what about you guys? How do you feel that you best work? Or how do you, uh, I mean, how do you spend your day? Think about that. Maybe sit down and write out how you spend your day. I mean, it. a lot of it might seem kind of like terrible stuff. Like for me, I, when I sit down and do this, when I write out what I've done with my day, oftentimes it just reads like, watched YouTube, uh, ate pizza, laid in my hammock, uh, cried myself to sleep. <laughs> like this, I, sometimes it's just this. Sometimes it feels like it's just like my day was full of garbage. But you know what? Like, it's good to look at the patterns and say, huh, do I, do I get a lot of enjoyment out of watching YouTube? Or do I get more enjoyment out of cooking my own meal at home instead of ordering a pizza? Like, it's, it's important not just to have ideals, but to try to gauge your daily life and find the activities that satisfy you most. It's important. In any case, let's, uh, let's close this out. I hope you guys are having a good week. This has been Techno-Monking, and I will see you next week. So, what, how do I close this out? This is an experiment. So long.